0: Well,
1: good day. Good day.
2: How's it going?
1: It's fall. So it's going great.
2: Oh my god. I know first day of fall yesterday and it was the most magical day like the (laughs) rainiest most humid morning and then suddenly something changed and the clouds parted and it was the most beautiful day of the entire year.
1: And it happened like in the blink of an eye, it happened so fast.
2: I know. It was incredible. I know. I'm trying to even remember what I was doing yesterday, but sadly. I really can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was running errands, and I, like, went into Target, and it was raining and gray, and I came out of Target, and the clouds had gone, the sun was shining, and the birds were chirping. Okay. I'm about to have... Can- can you hear the blood pressure going off in the background
0: right now? <laughs> <laughs> I can.
2: Uh. <laughs> it
1: adds authenticity to the show. <laughs> it
2: definitely does. Recording live <laughs> from the hospital where I'm being monitored <laughs> for blood pressure, which I'm happy to report is 131 over 85. So I'm doing okay. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I'm annoyed because, so I'm 39 weeks tomorrow, which means I'm, like, pretty much there. And I went in today um, for, Mm. you know, like, you have to go every week. And I was slightly anxious. First of all, it was the morning. I only hadn't had coffee. I just found out that Daniel has switched our coffee to a stronger one. Because I was, I texted him and I'm like, this coffee still has me shaking. Like, what's up with it? And he's like, oh, yeah, went, change the bean. Um, cool, cool. And then we we're talking <laughs> about labor and delivery, which can, it can produce a lot of anxiety. Mm. And my blood pressure was, like, slightly high. And I'm like, it's definitely because I'm anxious. And she's like, Well, I need to send you over to go get monitored. I'm like, Don't you want to do it one more time? And she's like, No, <laughs>
0: you need to go get monitored.
2: I'm like, cool. <laughs> no,
1: I enjoy having my license. So I'm going to send you somewhere else. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so then I left. I was like, OK, well, do I need to go right now? Or are they expecting me in a few hours? and she was like you should just head over there and i was like well can i go home and she was like i'd prefer if you just go straight there and i was like okay and then i walked out of the office and i was like okay i'm going to be monitored for blood pressure i need to eat something and bring my blood pressure down by relaxing a little or else i'm just going to continue to have high blood pressure so then i went to the <laughs> and then I went to Home Goods and did a little walk around. And then I was still hungry, so I went to Home Goods. Chick <laughs> fil A and, and
1: Home Goods.
2: Yeah, which is what happened before I had Leo. I left the office, went to Chick fil A, Home Goods, and then Walmart. And Walmart is where I started having some. Siri, I like walked into Walmart like a normal pregnant person and walked out of Walmart like I was birthing a child.
1: It's so weird that I remember that actually. Yeah. <laughs> and my it response feels like yesterday, right? It does because my response is, "What the fuck are you doing at Walmart? <laughs> have a career." <sighs> you
0: know, I was most disgusted to me by right that.
1: There. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well,
0: Andy good thing it's fall.
1: You Good can't thing beat it's them. Fall. Yeah.
2: Good thing it's mm. fall. How's your fall going?
1: Uh, I am in peak teenage white girl mode. I um, I got a hooded cardigan. Came in uh-huh. the mail last week. Uh,
2: hooded cardigan.
1: I, that's right. Okay. It, yeah, I'm gonna change the game with that one. Uh, Wait, is I got it a,
2: buttons or a zipper?
1: No, it's a cardigan. It just has a hood on it.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's something different.
1: And, uh, Sounds and I went like it. very different. And I went to Target on the first day of fall, which is, I mean, the happiest place on earth when the wind is blowing. There's no better place.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I think I bought like four dollars worth of shit, but I was just happy to be there.
2: Four and, or 40? Uh,
1: four. I couldn't find what I was looking for, but I just walked wow. around. And tried. Yeah. They didn't have what I wanted.
2: That's impressive. I like almost never walk out of target without spending a hundred dollars.
1: I hear that all the time.
2: Yeah. It's but, bad. Yes. Well, men,
1: men shop different in,
2: though. Yeah. True. I went in to target to pick up a purchase I had already done. Like it was just a pickup order. And then the frames that I was picking up were wrong. So then I was like, "Well, I'll just go look at the other frames." Next thing I know, I have 100 more dollars in my car. I'm like, "What is wrong with me and what is wrong with this store?" <laughs>
1: what is wrong with me? Now I can see how that would happen. I'm actually going to well, start buying more household stuff, so
2: I was going to say when you're buying house stuff, it's easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of I mean, they're expensive, so I'll be doing it in pieces. But they have, like, napkin holders and kitchenware, which, yeah. Well, I had friends over, and they they laughed at me. Because, you know, the first thing they said was, we can tell you're a bachelor. Because it was, all my shit is very basic.
0: Mm.
1: It serves a purpose. I have a napkin holder, but it's just a regular napkin. It's not special. It just holds napkins. I have one knife.
2: I feel like most people's (laughs) napkin holders are pretty... Normal. Not special.
1: Yeah. Well, and then it's like I don't have a cutting board. My coffee maker's pretty cheap. They just Wait, made you don't me reevaluate. Have a
0: cutting
1: board? Wow, that's almost the same tone of voice they had. Um no. How do you cut things? <laughs> On a plate. On the counter? <laughs> Ugh Do you know me at the all?
2: Sound the sound <laughs> of, well I that's why I said it in a like shocking <laughs> way. The sound of a knife hitting a plate is like the sound of nails on the chalkboard to me. Really? Like that's one of those noises, like glass cutting boards. I absolutely hate it. It gives me the heebie-jeebies.
1: Hmm. I find it relaxing.
2: Mm -mm. I don't know
1: what that says. Yeah, I don't know what that says about me. But um, yeah, it's just like simple stuff. Nothing extravagant, just simple stuff that. I could use around the house. And when they were saying this stuff, I was just, I didn't want to admit it then. But I was like, yeah, I probably do need that.
2: Maybe Um, maybe while I'm on maternity leave, I should come to your house and help you organize slash decorate it.
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to need some help because I don't see myself getting married before the year is up. So
2: yeah, I'm I'll gonna have to
1: leave. You know like, <laughs> my you friends.
2: So that it, it's like a bachelor lives there, but it's not too bachelory.
1: Mhm. Mhm. It's like I don't have a wife, but I don't have one by choice.
0: Mm-hmm. That kind of Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going for. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm going for.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: I yeah. am doing yard work though, and I I built like a little not a trench, but I put a lot of nice decorative rocks around my uh, sunroom. I like the way it I looks. I
2: very, I've been very impressed by your postings and all the work you've been doing.
1: I mean, I could do it when it's not 90 degrees. I don't do shit in the summer.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I just read an article today about how West Nile virus is um, rampant around Atlanta, apparently, which is spread by mosquitoes, particularly Ugh. bad in Grant Park, mm. which our house... We happen to have, like, a lot of water that kind of sits around our house, so the mosquitoes have been terrible. Actually, hmm. speaking of, af- right after I read this article, I reached out to a mosquito company, and I was like, when's your <laughs> next availability to come to Grant Park? I, I, I back
1: from them yet. West Nile.
2: Yeah, which... I took care of a kid. Granted, he was immunocompromised because he had cancer, but he ended up dying from West Nile virus. It was terrible.
1: I don't think I've ever heard anybody dying from it.
2: He Not in America, only, at least. The only um, person I've really known. But like I said, he was immunocompromised. He actually lived in Grant Park, and it's oh, weird. Man. I, yeah, our next door neighbors. We're very, very good friends with the family, which is just, it's such a small world, you know?
0: Very like, small.
2: I took care of that kid probably seven years ago, wow. maybe six years ago. Yeah. And then to, like, move into the house next door to his best friend, weird.
1: Damn, that's crazy. I
2: know, Everything is meant world.
1: to happen, though. You were meant to get that house.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Small world. Oh man. West Nile's back. COVID's still here. Everything. It's like all the viruses are like the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: They keep, seriously. They
1: keep coming
0: back. Huh. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Mm. Sigh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> What's going on
2: in the world? Help me, because I, I don't I literally don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You've uh you've got a lot on your plate with you know, creating a human. Um Yeah. Well, you heard about the the girl, Gabrielle, the missing girl.
2: Okay. The reason I know about this is because Daniel was, like, obsessed with this story, which is weird because <laughs> the only people I know who were obsessed with this story are my husband, Daniel, and People News,
0: <laughs> or E-News. <laughs> like, every
2: single time I got on Instagram, E-News had, like, an update. And I'm like, what's with... It? And, okay, so it is very sad. Very, very sad. But also... Mm-hmm. Don't people disappear and die and get murdered all the time? Like, I don't understand why this
1: well story got I mean, so much attention. It's pretty obvious. Blonde, blue eyes. Because even where they, and again, her story is sad. I don't want to act like her life isn't important. It is. But even in Wyoming, since 2010, there have been 700 Native American women reported missing.
2: Right. So I And they
1: never talk about it. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I have I have recently like seen that stat and I'm like, whoa, that's freaky. And I I mean, I was already thinking, like, why is this girl how did this become such a story? Um which it is sad and it's very it's a weird story. Like the boyfriend shows up back in florida alone without his girlfriend and then disappears again (laughs) it doesn't make a lot of sense
1: the whole story is like the most prevalent example of white privilege the fact that she's getting all this publicity and the fact that he was the last person to see her alive he gets to come home (laughs) and and just be at home and say you know i don't have any i don't have any answers i don't feel like talking and they just let him stay at the house i'm like what? Wait,
2: so, because I only know bits and pieces of the story, so it's a couple that yeah. were engaged or just boyfriend and girlfriend.
1: I think they were. I mean, I'm hearing different things. I read they were engaged, and I read okay, they were so serious just relationship. boyfriend. Serious relationship, and they did a cross country trip, and I mean, there was a body cam from a cop. They got into a little altercation, and they blamed her for it. It says she was being abusive, but if you oh, like look really? at. Right. But if you look at the video, it, she, I mean, he's too calm Wait, to be abused.
0: She,
2: she being the cop or she being the girl?
1: The, the victim, Gabrielle, the girl that mm, was murdered.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the police felt like she was the aggressor and she was beating a boyfriend. But just looking at the video, it, I didn't get that feeling. The body language was like she was scared to say what really happened because he was too calm mm-hmm. to get his ass whooped. So mm-hmm. then they they separated them. No one got arrested in a domestic violence incident, which, again, is a joke. They let them go. Mm-hmm. They just said, you two don't need to sleep together tonight. Go your separate ways. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> they could have stopped yeah. it right then. So they let them go, and I guess they didn't listen. And, and they found her. Together. They got back together. Well, they found her a couple days ago. I don't know, but she's been dead for at least a week, they said. So right. he probably killed her shortly after that police encounter, which is just so, so many then, steps.
2: So then he just flies home.
1: He drove. Florida. Home. No, he drove.
2: He drove.
1: Yeah, He drove home
2: and without then her. the police questioned him. Because I know
1: questioned
2: her parents were like, where's our daughter? And he just wasn't answering.
1: Yeah, they well, They never named him a suspect. He was a person of interest. So they never arrested yeah, him. They that's so
2: bizarre.
1: Right, because he was the last person, and it's on Instagram. Like He's the last person with her. He was a person of interest, not a suspect, which is a joke. And he apparently, just went home. Apparently <laughs>
2: they found her body because there was someone in the same part of the National Forest that um, was doing a documentary and realized, like, in the back of one of his shots – was their van. And I don't know. He was like a Reddit user. Uh, granted, I'm getting all this information from Daniel. So. <laughs> well, okay. he's a,
1: I trust the source if he's been step for step with the case.
2: <laughs> I mean, every day he's like, this case is crazy.
1: Okay. It'll be on but, Law & Order for sure.
2: <laughs> yes, it definitely reminds me of a TV show. Did you hear about the the other weird case of the lawyer in South Carolina?
0: He yes. Hired someone <laughs> to kill
2: him, but then the guy didn't actually kill him. He shot him in the head, but it just kind of like um, went over it the top him. of his head. <laughs> yeah, grazed him. You can't find admitted, good help these
0: days. <laughs> yeah,
2: he admitted that he had like set the whole thing up.
0: That's And insane.
2: his wife and his son were randomly shot like, in Hmm. June.
0: Yeah, they should probably investigate
2: that. Yeah, they're, oh, good, 125 over 71. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Their housekeeper apparently died, quote, of natural reasons per the death certificate, but, like, they claim she died from tripping and falling in their house. Like, super sketchy stuff.
1: I didn't know about the housekeeper. I knew about the the wife and the son. And yeah. <laughs> that is fucking terrifying. And apparently he he set up his own murder so that his living son would get the insurance policy.
2: Right, like 10 million dollars.
1: But the guy he hired to kill him <laughs> which is it just sounds crazy repeating. The guy I hired to kill me. <laughs> <missed>. Right.
2: <laughs> Which I'm guessing maybe happened on purpose. I don't know. This seems very odd.
1: He's just a bad shot.
2: The whole thing seems really odd. Apparently this guy, the lawyer, was like super, he had a drug problem and he hired one of the people he got drugs from to do it.
1: Ugh. See, you can't, you can't do that. You got to know the criminal you're dealing with. You wouldn't buy... <laughs> you don't buy drugs from a bank robber. <laughs> you buy from a drug dealer.
2: Such a good point, Will. Such a good it's, point. God, he's so stupid. He's a lawyer. He should know better. Who hires someone to murder them who, like, doesn't murder people?
1: I mean, if he really wanted to die, he didn't have to hire anybody. He could have just gone to one of those neighborhoods of the people who got locked up <laughs> and just <laughs> and just said his name. They would have taken him out.
2: Yeah, apparently... His the family? Are um, are they the Madoffs? Is that what they? Was that their last name?
1: What? Um, is it really?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: Are they related to Bernie?
2: No, but that was. <laughs> oh. Hell, I was like, what's with that last name? <laughs> Terrible last name. It is curse. Yeah. Well, damn. Or you're just like.
1: Yeah. He's going to jail as soon as he gets out of the ICU. Well, he may not even be in ICU. It's a graze. He's probably just in the hospital. But he's going to prison.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: And his son still won't be
0: a millionaire. (laughs) Mm,
2: (laughs) Just bizarre. It just makes you wonder, like... I guess that's where we're at as a society, is people are just losing it and going crazy. Granted, there's always been crazy people, so... That's awesome. I
1: think we're hearing about them more now because <laughs> there's not a lot of news. Well, I mean, there's news going on, but it's getting redundant. I'm so tired of seeing the COVID numbers. I don't know what to do.
2: Mm, seriously,
1: me too. Yeah, I'm just like when y'all come I'm up so with a
2: cure. <laughs> tired of hearing about COVID.
0: I'm, also
2: I'm so excited. tired of I don't know. It's like the same. It's like. Just knocking your head against the wall. The issue just continues to be the same thing over and over and over. Like people just don't want to do their part.
1: Yeah. And it's both networks because I watch CNN and I watch Fox sometimes just to hear what's going on on the other side. And it's just like the same, it's the same stories. I'm just like, God damn, there's nothing else going on. (laughs) I mean, it's bizarre. Well, they had the, the thing at the border, which disgusted me to no end. I don't know if you what saw it. What happened at
2: the border? I know well, there like, were like a ton of people who, oh, like Haitians, who crossed yeah. Mexico, and they're wondering yeah. how they got across Mexico so fast or something.
0: Like there's something well, they, weird about it? They
1: have a lot of uh, refugees with the earthquake and then a Haitian president being assassinated. People are just scared oh, to live right. there. And well, so they, can you they,
2: blame
1: them? No, not at all. And they got to the border, and it's like 10,000 of them. But the disgusting part was they had, like, border patrol on horses with whips. And they were, like, going up and down the line with a whip, and they were, like, swinging it. It it, it felt like a video from a long, long time ago. It was just yeah. so uncomfortable to watch. And, yeah. then you know, everybody's bringing up the point where if you're from Cuba – And, you know, you file for asylum, they let you in. But it's been a common thing that Haitians, they don't want Haitians here.
2: Wait, the people who were on the horses with the whips, were those Americans?
1: Yeah, Border Patrol. Oh,
2: interesting. Yep. I feel like that may be one of the worst jobs in the world. I don't know. What do you think?
1: It's kind of pointless because, I mean, if they want to be here, they're going to get here.
2: <laughs> well, it's also just like a sad job. You're yeah. either turning people away or when you do accept people, a lot of times they're being put in, like, not very good situations. It just seems like a really unfortunate, yucky job.
1: Yeah, I don't think I would want to do that on a regular basis.
2: No, I think I'd honestly rather be a like a um, trash guy, trash man, hmm. trash woman. You're
1: know, not ever seen a trash woman.
2: Oh yeah, there's definitely trash women. I've seen really? trash women.
1: I've mm-hmm. never seen. I've never seen that in any I city I've like, lived in. <laughs> I
2: feel like they're less common than trash men for some reason, but I've definitely seen them. Hmm.
1: They make good money in Atlanta. Side note.
2: I think they make good money everywhere. I had no idea. I'm pretty sure.
1: Whole time in school. I thought I was gonna go play professional sports and I could have been doing trash making 75-80 grand a year.
2: Um, you know who else is making good money these days is bus drivers.
0: Mm. There's
2: such a bus driver shortage that um they are I'm trying to think of what state it was. I was just listening to this interview where the bus driver, the director of this County, he, they're offering $4,000 sign on bonuses. It's $18 an hour. They get all the holiday breaks. What? Yeah.
1: Hmm. I don't like driving that much, but I would do it just to get the bonus. And then I quit.
0: (laughs) I whatever mean, the
1: minimum is
2: it's well we've talked about my school bus experiences but i feel <laughs> like it is a relatively i mean it's maybe stress induced where you're responsible for people's kids and you're dealing with traffic
1: oh school bus drivers
2: yes yeah, school bus drivers.
1: oh no i know when, there's no amount of money oh why not <laughs> no no to be around kid no no, what you I'm good. I,
2: talking about?
1: I thought you meant like public transit, like Marta oh. in another state. Are, oh no.
2: No, I don't know what
1: they mean. No. Wait,
2: why would you not be a school bus driver?
1: To be around kids that are not mine, like every day.
2: Uh, newsflash: you work for a children's hospital.
1: Yeah, but they're, you know, they need help. These kids on the bus are disrespectful, and I know I'm gonna bump into a kid that was me. <laughs> I was an well. asshole.
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: I don't want to meet me
2: on the school bus. You were an asshole. Like you were an asshole just your school bus in driver. general.
1: I just, I take it everywhere. I'm just, I'm the same. Yeah.
2: There's I a, feel like everyone's nice as school bus drivers.
1: No, nah, no, nah, I was rude.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
2: I guess <laughs> it's no. good that you're not following that route. No deal. But, so I was listening to this interview While I was driving, and I feel like I've seen a lot more homeless people. And I will say this there are the homeless people that you can tell really they're homeless because they clearly have like a mental issue. And there's some homeless people, and like they're covered in tattoos. Well, you were the one who said that you gave
0: money to a guy who
1: had nicer <laughs> shoes on than you did <laughs> he had nicer shoes on that day <laughs> you know what i mean because i wasn't at home <laughs> i was leaving work <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i was offended because um every time i stop i just give him money whatever i have in the car and i gave him a five dollar bill um and then he walked away i didn't see his feet before i gave him the money he walked away and he had some jordans on that i didn't even have at the time and i'm like wait I don't understand. And then he kept walking, and he flipped out an iPhone, and I was just like, what the fuck is going
2: on, (laughs) man? Like you were tricked.
1: Yeah, I mean, everywhere but his feet, he looked homeless, and he looked like he was struggling. It wasn't until I saw the shoes and the phone, and I was just like, you know. But who knows? I mean, those that may have been the only pair of shoes he took before they took his house. So I didn't create Mm -hmm. an issue, but I was just looking. I'm like, hmm, I don't know, man.
2: I don't know. When I look at homeless people who are covered in tattoos, I'm like, that's expensive.
1: Mm. Well, it could. It is expensive. But for me not to go off on them, I try to just imagine like, hey, maybe they lost their job. It's been a crazy couple of years. So I I don't create an issue. But sometimes I look at them like, I wonder how long you're going to be out here and how much money you're going to make today.
2: I know. Well, I kind of wonder that, too. Mm. I don't know. I used to hand out um, granola bars
1: instead of money. That's so you and your family. That doesn't surprise me at all.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you would be surprised how many people don't take granola bars. Now, I will say... (laughs) No, I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, maybe you wouldn't. One homeless (laughs) man said to me that he couldn't eat it because of his teeth, and he was missing a lot of teeth. And that made me feel bad. And he was also trying to sell flowers. So he was, like, I appreciated. I think I ended up giving him some money. But um, but I don't know. I always feel, and this is where I definitely, like, racially profile people for some reason. The white homeless people who are asking for money always make me think that they're going to go, like, buy drugs with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Whereas
2: a lot more like there's different corners in Atlanta where there's different types of people. And so, for example, Maynard Terrace getting off a, of, you know, 20 East. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: it's always for whatever reason, it's always white homeless people and they're, they always look like they, you know, almost, like, chose that life, which is probably (laughs) really not fair of me to say.
1: Yeah, I know what you're saying, though. I I, I used to live over there. I know exactly what you're saying.
2: Yeah, versus, like, getting off by the old Turner Field, it's always, always, always black men, always. Mm -hmm. And to me, I don't know, and I don't know if this is, like, some weird reverse racism thing in my head, but to me, they strike me as people who have, like,
1: are homeless because the system is against them. No, it's. I'm gonna let you in to, to our black meetings. When we see white homeless people on the corner as black people, we're like, "Damn, bro, how did you fuck that white skin up? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. like, like, how did you fuck up this head start? What? What? What went wrong?" <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. But
1: good. no, it's it's common because we we say that amongst each other, like, damn. He's going through it like he's he's white, blonde hair. Well, like why are you here? You you could just walk and get a job. But, um, yeah. I could be it could be ignorance, but that's just how that's how we look at it.
2: I mean, but, that's how I look at it too.
1: Yeah. It's like, how did you blow it? But I know that I know that exit you're talking about. And they look mm-hmm. like hippies because Lil' Five points yes, is so close.
2: All they are all hippies. They are. Mm-hmm. And all of their signs are like peace, love, anything helps. Yeah. Just going through a hard time.
1: So I could see why you would think that that's a choice because if you walk to Little Five Points and if you're not in Atlanta, Little Five Points is like, I don't know. I don't know what to come. It's just like Hippieville. <laughs> it's like the hippie, like peace so and love like part of it. A
2: miniature Portland, Oregon.
1: Exactly. That's great. I was going to say Soho, but yeah, that's that's more like it. And it's just Soho hippies. Is,
2: yeah, way more.
1: They have more money, yeah, so that's why I didn't yeah. use it. <laughs> but it's just peace and love and white people with dreadlocks and bell bottoms. And, you know, it's it's never any violence over it. It's just cool. So when you see those people on the interstate, they look like everybody at low five points. So it's hard to tell. Yep,
0: yeah, completely
1: agree. <clears throat> Speaking of those hippies, um they're... A lot of companies, because it's so hard to find workers, they're getting rid of the drug tests.
2: <laughs> what really? Okay. So yeah. This is my other thing. So I was listening to how they need school bus drivers and I'm like driving past this guy who is saying that he's going through a rough time. I'm like, there has never been a time that's so easy to get a job where you you really don't need any kind of qualifications.
0: Very true. Well,
2: I'm guessing for a school bus driver, they probably do drug test you.
1: Well, it depends on how desperate they are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, seriously. <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know, it's, uh, I feel, I find myself struggling with, like, empathizing with people and then looking at people and being like, come on, like,
0: yeah, get with no, the that's, program.
1: That's fair, because, I, I mean, I, I do that sometimes, too. Considering, you know, I'm going to work five days a week to something. You know, I don't dream about what I'm doing, but it's a job. So I'm grateful. And then I see all these these help wanted signs like everywhere I go.
2: Everywhere. Everywhere. You can't
1: tell me that they won't like even to take out the trash just to get started. Like there are places to go now more than ever.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, yeah, I'm losing some of that. that soft side. I'm like, all right, man. I just left out of a, I just passed a food depot. They need baggers. Like,
0: <laughs>
2: go. Right. Exactly. Like, you can actually get health insurance and may not pay, you know, a ton, but it, it's better than, like, standing on the street corner.
1: Right. Yeah. And there, there's a story. Everybody thinks Michael Jordan is a dick in real life. And he was um, one of his ex-teammates. I think they stopped. I think it was Charles Barkley, actually. And they saw a guy on the corner, and he just so happened to be in front of a McDonald's, and the McDonald's had a Help Wanted sign. So the guy asked for money, and Barkley gave him some money, and Jordan said no. And Barkley was like, why didn't you give him any money? Because he was like, if I can see that Help Wanted sign, I know he can see it.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He can
1: go up there and try. And he didn't give him anything. And I'm just like, yeah, I get it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I do, too. It gets you got to try, man.
1: Yeah, you got to try. Okay.
2: But then you never know. Maybe they have tried. Who knows? Who
1: knows? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can't. It's not a broad brush, but everybody's not trying. Some of these younger ones, I'm like, come on, man. You're in much better shape than I am. You can you can work at UPS. I know you can. <laughs> yeah,
2: seriously. I agree.
1: Mm. Speaking of UPS, what a transition king I am today. New iPhone's coming Speaking out tomorrow.
2: Speaking
1: of. Speaking of, new phone's does coming that tomorrow. have
2: anything to do with UPS?
1: Because UPS is dropping it off. Uh. I wasn't going to go to a mall and pick it up and be murdered. <laughs>
2: huh? Wait, so I take it you ordered the new iPhone? I didn't even know a new iPhone was coming out. What is it oh, going to be? Oh, my
1: God, Colette. You and this making a child. You're just forgetting the world and everything around it.
0: <laughs> the 13. Know
2: you know. <laughs> The 13, when I listen to the news, it's pretty much only COVID, and mm-hmm. I did hear the border stuff, and I'm trying to think if there's... Gabrielle,
1: really. the missing girl. Yeah. Those are the only three things they talk about.
2: <laughs> so I've missed this other news. Um. So what's so special about the 13?
1: Um. It's new. <laughs> Hello.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a new iPhone every time one comes out?
1: Uh, not every time. I skip the 12. I'm getting better. So,
2: do you then, you just trade it in and you get the value of your phone, and then you just pay whatever the monthly fee is?
1: Yeah, sometimes. Well, no, I don't, I just buy, I buy the phone outright. I don't, I'm a free agent. Yeah, I go to whatever phone company. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to pay on the phone for three years and still not own it. So, I just buy the phone. Wow. I mean it's a bitch up front, but it saves a lot uh, on
0: the back end. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: a ton. Well, you know, it's just money. It's just money. Mm, it grows yeah. on trees. Yeah, you can't take it with you. <laughs> but no, this this one has a better better camera, better photos. I know they say that every year. <laughs> I mean,
2: it they do get better every year. So they may say it, but it's definitely true.
1: Yeah. So that's the only reason I'm getting it.
2: Well, that's exciting.
1: I know, I know. I'm getting I mean, a
2: new breast pump in the mail. Woohoo!
1: <laughs> okay,
2: <laughs>
1: it's it's the equivalent. It Definitely. serves a purpose. Yeah, Definitely. it serves a purpose. What happened to the old one? <laughs>
2: um, you know, your insurance company, you get a new one when you have a child, which I really appreciate because you wouldn't think, or maybe you would, breast pump. Um. Technology is just changing every year and getting better and better, and <laughs> they're getting just like the iPhone smaller. And faster. So
1: I appreciate. It's funny you say that because the iPhone 13 actually can be a breast a breast pump. There's a USB connector.
2: Stop! You're joking. You're
1: lying. Of course, of course, I'm joking.
2: Okay, but I would not be surprised if there was an app. Oh, it's, it's coming. A breast pump, for sure. It's definitely it's coming. Oh, maybe we I'm just having made contractions it up. while I lay here. Maybe I'll start labor on this podcast.
1: Son of a bitch! Where's Seriously. Daniel?
2: A oh, great, great question. Will. great question. So let me let me ask you, as Uh-oh. a man.
1: Oh shit!
2: <laughs> uh, no, I love my sweet husband, but this morning I could have wrung his neck. I am nine <laughs> months pregnant, like literally due 40 weeks next week. Could This baby could have been here last week, could have been here two weeks ago. Still cooking. Oh,
0: I man, go to crazy. the
2: doctor this morning. My husband knows I'm going to the doctor. I text him. Hey, I need to go over to the women's center and be monitored for a little bit because of some bl- blood pressure. <laughs> Don't hear anything. Okay, <laughs> Cool. Call him when I leave the office. No answer. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, calling to tell him I'm in labor. Oh,
0: like 35 <laughs> minutes
2: later, I get a call. Hey, sorry, you called? Oh, yeah, you dumbass. I was like, you need to have your phone next to you. And he was like, sorry, I've been on meetings. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs>
1: Um, in his defense,
2: let's he, hear it.
1: He was at work, and he has to put in a lot of extra time because he's got a new child. His wife's going to have to sit at home for a minute, so he's just he's burning the midnight oil. All the
2: mm-hmm. sound mm-hmm. so
1: country. All. <laughs>
2: Don't you think though that anyone who's like about to have a baby generally will have their phone on them, like at all times? <laughs>
1: Who are you asking?
2: (laughs) I would think if you were in that situation, you would have your phone on.
1: Yeah. Also, oh, another defense, because I like Daniel in real life. His wife is a nurse, a wonderful Mm -hmm. nurse. So he Mm -hmm. probably has that sense of, like, whatever it is, she knows more than I do. I can't answer any questions. She's a fucking Mm -hmm. nurse. So, you probably she
2: doesn't need me if she goes into labor, she's good. Well,
1: not labor, but it was like some of the medical stuff. It's like she already knows it. What am I gonna add to it?
2: No, I do. I it was more like just me kind of laughing at Daniel and being a little annoyed by him because I was like, What if I really was going into labor? But then he apologized. So, and I told him, like, you know. I think anyone (laughs) you're
0: talking to
2: for work is going to understand if you're like, hey, guys, sorry, my wife who's nine months pregnant in the hospital is calling me. Let me take this one. (laughs) But, you know, men sometimes really just you men are a different breed. Yeah. Yeah. Recently, I've been really not
1: super bright.
2: No, which. I don't understand how men run the world. I really don't. How did women let that happen?
1: Single track mind. We are selfish and we are focused on one thing.
2: Yeah, maybe that's (laughs) it. And then women always had to like take care of family. So it held them back.
1: Yeah. You guys think about how other people are doing and shit. (laughs) Meanwhile, you know, we're. Not paying you like we should. We're enslaving other people. We're focused on one thing, and it's domination. And women are just—you guys—you have too much empathy to do that. So that's how men took over.
0: (sighs) Yeah.
2: So kids, you can drop
1: out of school. I just gave you a history lesson.
2: (laughs) Seriously, it's it's really—I have to say—funny having boys because every single time I have a child, and you know, two for two have been boys now. I'm like questioning it because having a baby, it's such an empowering, um, I don't know. It's an empowering experience as a woman. Like you literally watch your body do some crazy shit and then you have to get that baby out, which is even crazier and terrifying. And then you have to take care of the baby. It's just a very like you look at women different. You never look at women the same after you've had a baby. And you just see like the strength of women. And yeah. here I am. And I've had two boys. And I, I like for whatever reason. After having babies. Slash while being pregnant. Have a little bit of man hate. Rage up inside me. Because That's there's fair. nothing. I think it's fair <laughs> too. But then I'm mm-hmm. like. The universe is fucking with my mind because I'm looking at my sweet new little boy being like, oh, I love you so much. And yet you're a man.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's normally how it goes.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm just so jealous that you have to go through all this pain and agony and I'm not able to.
2: Oh, oh my God. My dad, it. my dad actually uses that as an argument. My dad likes to say <laughs> that women have it easier in life because they get to experience birth and pregnancy. And I'm like, shut the-. Oh, wow.
0: That
1: is, that is a brave doctor.
2: <laughs> mm. You know, for a man who's had three girls, he says a lot of special things. He also is the first one who tells me that pregnancy is not too difficult. Second pregnancy way easier, like labor going to be fine. Which I appreciate he is trying to help me relax, but also I'm like, "Um, yeah, you you have never actually done this.
1: Well, here's the thing about your father. I feel like I'm defending all the men in your life. He is, he's, he's a scientist. Socially, Mm -hmm. they don't know how to deal with people. They don't know what to say. He sees ones and zeros. He's like, well, the first pregnancy is difficult, but scientifically, the second one has to be easier. And here's why. <laughs> he has yes, an explanation no. for it. So you he doesn't are understand.
2: 100 percent correct.
1: Yeah, there's no emotion in what he's saying. He's just looking at it on the sheet. Like it's easy because. Because <laughs> that's uh, yes. that's his profession.
0: Yeah, he doesn't know that's how a to good like
1: point. Yeah, he don't know how to go buy ice cream and hold your hand. That's not really his thing.
2: Correct. They're great point yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. So I just saved the marriage and You're gonna call your father again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And a father daughter relationship. Father
1: daughter relationship. Look at me. I tell you, fall is Fall has made me something else. Well, I'm different in the fall. I mean, I hate the world the other three seasons, but in the fall, like I'll walk away from a fight this time of year.
0: Well, I
2: hope the weather stays like this.
1: It won't. It's Georgia. It'll rain this weekend. I'm, it's
0: yeah,
2: supposed I'm, no. It's supposed to be sunny and beautiful, and in the like mid seventies to low eighties for the next like ten days. Lows in the fifties. Uh, it's incredible.
1: I'm gonna stay quality, drunk.
2: <laughs> the air quality is actually in the green. Like it's it's a miracle. Humidity well, less than fifty percent.
1: Mm, this is wonderful. Good. Absolutely wonderful. Um. You have a contraction, so we're gonna wrap this up. Cause I don't want yeah, to hear I you think in that's pain. That's
2: probably a good idea.
1: Yeah. I will say though, um, I don't know if you watched The Wire, but do you? Did you?
2: No. Have well, you're not. about to have some what's it on?
1: It's on I'm HBO. To you're,
2: have-
1: you're gonna oh, have some just- time, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> so start watching The Wire. It's a crime show from like oh six about Baltimore. But the one of the best, the, the best character, Michael K. Williams, he was an actor. Mm-hmm. He died from a uh, fentanyl poisoning. Like in real life? Yeah, yeah, no, he died. He he bought some drugs. He wasn't trying to kill himself, but they're putting fentanyl in heroin, cocaine. They're right, even putting it in weed. Right, right. It's even in weed now.
2: Yeah. So no, I know you. I have heard of like people dying
1: from yeah. So bizarre. P, PSA, guys, if you're gonna do a little he blow at the club, died? yeah. Uh, Last week he died oh, yeah. Yep
0: From One an of the overdose. greatest
1: yeah, yeah, accidental Because he just bought regular drugs And he didn't know But they used fentanyl to make the drugs stretch a little more And make more money
0: mm-hmm. yep. But
1: he's a, one of the greatest TV characters In TV history Omar Little was his character He was incredible in that show and He was a good actor He's, here,
2: he's done to drugs
1: don't do drugs. And if you do, get a tester. They they have testers at every drugstore. It's like $3. Seriously? So you, yeah. You can test your drugs to see if there's fentanyl in it. And the strips.
2: Uh-uh. Stop.
1: I'm so serious. The strips are under $5. So if you just oh. have to have fun, then, you know, go get the strips and see if you've been poisoned or not. Because it's it's a real thing.
2: That is actually hilarious to me. I mean... I think it's probably good that that exists, but also very interesting and bizarre.
0: Yeah,
1: it just lets but you know yeah. that the the government is moving drugs too. But that's a whole other podcast.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Well. Okay then. Enjoy your day.